He was I, him. He's literally him. That is the people you have to be worried about in life are the people that don't say anything. Ones. At Quiet all. ones. That's why I don't give a shit about Cam. I know he won't do shit. Well, in us, I'm gonna be completely <laughs> honest. Welcome to the yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. podcast. <laughs> That's Cam. I'm Jake, and we are the Grass Daddy. over. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> well, on the last episode, we, in the last episode, we just dove straight in, and I don't know if you remembered, but I completely forgot to say that's Cam. I'm Jake, and we are. Oh, get that corn out of there. Um, I'm Cam. That's Jake, and we are the Grass Daddies. <laughs> yeah. Well, we said it for this one already. Well, no, but I'm just making up for the last one. Okay, you know? so we've said it twice. Maybe I'll go back and edit it in. No, I won't, because um, I'm not doing that. Um, I've got a little bit of a headache. Hair to the dog a little bit. We had a little bit of a wild night last night. Yeah, um, son. Zane, if you're listening, <laughs> yeah, he got a little, he got a little turned up. How you doing? How you doing? Hopefully you're um not hey. watching this from a hospital bed with an IV in your arm. Um, our friend had a. Drank a half a bottle of whiskey last night and um <laughs> and like wasn't feeling too well um when he got back to your apartment. Yeah. It was a wild night. But the grind don't stop. What what'd you do? I spilled all over myself. This is getting off to a great start. <sighs> um let's see here. We we actually got a couple questions. Um I, I remember them. I mean, your phone is recording right now. Yeah. Um, so let's answer those right off the top. Um, because if those people that are um, asked those questions are expecting to hear. Um, well, the let's see. The one guy from Florida. There's I a think guy he's from Florida. I looked at his account and he had <clears throat> FL in his bio. If you are from Florida, we're in Let Nebraska. us know. Yeah. Hit DM the Grass Daddy's podcast and I'll reach yeah. back out to you on Instagram. Cam is now running the Instagram page at Grass Daddy's podcast on Instagram. Um, but yeah, like what we're gonna say because I know you asked what to do for like tips on winter overseeding. Yeah, the question was tips on winter overseeding um, as we're getting well, into winter months be, here. It's gonna be different because our winters here are. By far, a lot different than well, winters in Florida. Well, so we have cool season grass, and assuming if you're from Florida, you have warm season grass. So the the winter seeding regimen is going to be completely different because, um, well, for one, it's a completely different kind of grass that yeah. you use down there, and so and to be quite frankly honest, as you like to say, I don't know uh, about yeah. warm season never, winter seeding we've never worked on warm season grass but i mean everybody does winter overseeding different i think i think for me personally the way i think winter overseeding should be done is say if you're aerifying i think you go through make sure it's going to be cold like 
we did some winter overseeding at the golf course, and I feel like it's been a little too warm for my liking. Because yep. I feel like that seed's going to start to germinate, and it's going to get cold and shock it. But I would say overseed if you timed, plugged your holes, sliced, whatever you're implementing to help get the seed in the ground. Do that. Make sure your weather's going to align and be cold so that seed lays dormant in the ground because if it starts to germinate and you get super cold, it's going to kill it. And then sand over it, obviously. Give it some insulation and then... Yep. Um... <clears throat> It, it's really a it's a timing game. You got to look at your you got to look at your weather. Um, you got to try to gauge it because, like Cam said, if the soil temps are still warm enough yet, where that grass is going to germinate, when you get those shoots coming up, and then you get a hard frost, it could kill it. So you basically either want to put it down. Like this would be more of a fall seeding, um, to get it to grow up enough to where it can withstand the cold and just be fine or put it down and make sure it's cold enough that it will just stay dormant because grass will only germinate if soil temperatures are at a certain place and there's moisture um so if it's too cold then it will just sit there in the ground and then once spring rolls around then it will come up a one caveat to that is if you have like a cover Mm mm-hmm um, which we've done like for greens and stuff. It's actually pretty amazing. We'll like we'll have a seat. We'll have like just a green where it's just sand, and then you'll take a giant. It's like kind of like a tarp, a giant. But it lets moisture through. Um, like perforated tarp yeah. kind of, um, over top of it, and then you peel it back in the spring, and there'll just be a square of green, little seedlings. Yeah, which is pretty crazy. So yeah, you could, and like you don't even have to do that tarp. Uh, I personally have used, um, straw. Like, have you ever, yep. like the straw bales you just roll out, like straw, straw mat. yeah, straw mat and then staple it down and then pull mm-hmm. all your staples and basically you want to protect your seedlings from the harsh winter elements, AKA harsh winds, which would dry out your ground, h- harsh cold, um, if you get a heavy snow, that's actually a good thing. Um, cause it acts exactly like that tarp does. Yeah. It, it acts as a blanket, ground. insulates it. And, um, I'll say this, if there's snow projected in your forecast, um, it's not actually a bad idea to go out there and throw some seed down. Um, because that snow will cover it. And then as the snow melts, it will pull the seed down into the soil with it. So that's one way you can do it. Another thing is I want to add to this about, so Nebraska is very unpredictable. And the only downside with a tarp is fall and spring for us. It can be cold, hot, like mornings, bitter ass cold, nights, bitter ass cold. And then during the day, that's what we're going through right now. Get up to 70. We have, it was 24 Friday Mm -hmm. and 60 and then they got during like the day. 60. So like if you're going through that like weeks and weeks on end and say you tarp it, you got to pull that tarp because then. Yeah, you got to let it get the sun on it too. Well, and if it's 70 degrees during the day. That can that, cook it. Yeah, make you're it literally going to bake the ground. So you got to pull your tarp, retarp, you know. 
it's all it's all timing all weather pretty much <coughs> and then <coughs> we had Ben he's been guest on the show yeah asked for what to do he just what was just what to do in the fall <laughs> what to do to your, to your lawn grass. in the fall slash winter um well so do you want to talk you can say a couple things and then I'll add a couple more things just um, right off the top of your head what you think about I think for fall fall aeration is great if yep you know if you have that if you can spread I know it's not everybody's not going to have the time and money to do that but if you can put black dirt down like you wanted to do yep potash not potash gypsum gypsum I put gypsum down in my yard this fall after aerating what did we do what did we do the year before um and they come in like the, the big bags bales. yeah it's like a bale oh yeah um i have a peat moss spreader peat moss that's what i meant not potash so i like to use peat moss from when i'm or when i'm doing overseeding because peat moss is um it's basically like this very dry it's really messy but it's this really dry um material but when you get it wet it absorbs water really well and stays moist for a long time so um and if you have a peat moss spreader which i have it's like a cage that you put all that in and then you walk over your lawn and it'll turn and it'll like throw out and it's really dusty but it will cover the seed and keep it wet i actually while we're on this topic i got to think about this at work today well not today but this week and because you see all these people you know they think leaves are like their enemy like leaves are fucking terrible, yeah. and everybody picks them up. But to yep. me, it, I was I got thinking about that. I'm like, why wouldn't you just mulch them? Because then you mulch them, they start to degrade. That's organic material for yep. your ground. So essentially, if you guys are listening and you guys have leaves and you really don't want to go, unless you have like obviously an extreme amount. Yeah, but so... if you have like a decent amount, go ahead and mulch them up, and then the weather will degrade them it'll go into your soil and that's natural ingredients for your grass to be healthier yeah so basically and pretty much all of our tips are gonna be for our specific type of grass in our specific area of climate so we live in nebraska and specifically eastern nebraska has really heavy clay soil if you go further out west it's a lot more sandy um but eastern nebraska has um, very hard clay soils and really the the only way you can loosen up your hard clay soil is to integrate organic matter like he was talking about with like leaves um, or gr- grass clippings or you know like um, peat moss is yeah. also um, peat moss black dirt yeah basically just not <clears throat> stuff that's natural like compost type of stuff so like when you aerate and you have these holes in your ground um like he said if you mulch your leaves then there's little pieces of organic matter going down into your soil and that will help it'll add nutrients to your soil because you know leaves they grow from trees and they contain a little bit of nitrogen in them so you're gonna get it'd be very trace amount and same thing with like 
mowing and not bagging it, you're recycling some nitrogen back into the ground for your grass. But like you said, if you have like a ton, a ton of leaves, you can't just like run your mower over it because then you're going to have so much leaves in your lawn that you can actually suffocate, uh, suffocate your grass and kind of beat it down if you have way too many leaves. Well, and that's what I think a lot of people take turf. They're like, oh my God, you guys mow grass. There's so much more. You got to... It's science. There is... Because organic matter is great for the ground. Too much is terrible. We lose greens. We lose spots in our greens all the time because of too much thatch, too much, you know, shit. Yeah, if you have, like you said... Thatch, which is, um, for those of you that don't know, is like a layer of organ, well, it's organic matter, a.k.a. like dead grass, yeah. essentially, just like clippings and, and it's really, it's spongy in terms of talking about playability on grass for like a golf green, it makes it spongy, not firm. So your ball is going to roll slower. Um, but in terms of your yard. It's going to not let water get down into the soil, which is where you want it to go. You want it to go down into the root zone specifically, not just sit on top. And also, like, if you fertilize, you're not, you might be wasting some product because if it's not getting all down in there. And uh, another thing I would like to say, I got two things. A lot of people think, like, they see people putting sand in their yard. That is something you guys need to look at your soil because with us and where we live, if you go out there and you put sand in your yard one time, what makes concrete dirt and sand? (laughs) Yeah. Well, not dirt, clay, clay and sand makes concrete. Yeah. So if you're just adding sand, once you, if you want to do sand and you want to take your yard and try to, you know, form it into your sandy clay loams and that stuff, you need to. You'd have to do some serious tilling, first of all, and mix it all in. Yeah. I don't even know if doing... Even if you were to just aerate and backfill all the holes with sand, you'd still just have, you know, things of sand. It wouldn't, like, spread out into the soil. And that's what I'm trying to say. Like, if you're going to aerate and try to start implementing sand into your ground, you are going to have to aerate. It's usually twice a year. You're going to have to aerate four, five times maybe. I don't know. Sand it. Do all that work. It's way too much work. So just because I know a lot of people think and you see and people don't really explain that side Mm -hmm. of it. So people are like, look, everybody's aerating their yard with sand. Well, most of these guys have. And the reason why some people do it is because water passes through sand very easily. So you think, oh, I'm just going to put some sand on top. That'll help water penetrate down to my yard. Mm -mm. Because if it mixes with that top layer, like you said, it will feel like a parking lot. Yeah. Um, The other thing is with Ben's going to Ben's. Well, we're still on Ben's question, but I started to get off of that. Um, If we live in Nebraska, it's really, really difficult to tell what kind of winter season we're going to have. So don't try to bank on the winter season. Mm Mm-hmm. If, if you got like we've had in you know, past couple of weeks, it's super nice. Run your water, get moisture down in there, and then once this frost comes, you're gonna have moisture in the ground. 
because then if we get another season like we had two years ago mm-hmm. where we had no moisture and it's too cold to run your irrigation, then, you know, you have no moisture in your ground. That was that was one thing I was going to say, too, is just because your grass is brown doesn't mean I can stop taking care of it. I mean, to a point, yeah, you don't have to mow it, um, but it's good to in the winter if it's like even if it's up in like the 40s and 50s. It's good to every couple weeks put some water down because if that plant dries out too much, like if there's no snow, um, then it's called desiccation. It's the grass is going to die from lack of moisture. And that's what we had really bad a couple of years ago. We lost a lot of grass on greens um, because we didn't um, we didn't tarp them all, which is it, it's tough when you're working with a lot of delicate grass on a golf course and you're just hoping to have enough moisture because you you have to blow out your irrigation system because if it freezes, it'll break. So you're kind of hoping that you get the right amount of snow, maybe some late rainfall to, to, to get your moisture levels high enough that, to survive the winter. Well, and I know we've kind of hit both sides of this. Going back to when we were talking about tarping your greens, that is a really expensive process. Tarps mm-hmm. are really expensive and tedious, tedious work. You know, you got to if it gets hot, like I said, you got to go pull all your tarps. If it's windy, we don't do it super at, hard to put them on at our golf course. We don't do it because our boss particularly doesn't like to clean up, but an easier and cheaper alternative if you need to kind of. If you're worried about getting a not a low moisture winter, but you need something to help insulate it, do a heavy layer of sand on top of your greens. The spring cleanup, yeah, it's gonna you're gonna have to clean them off. Open Shell them out up. some cutting units. But yeah, you're it's gonna give your ground a little bit more insulate more insulation than it's gonna have if it doesn't have anything on it. To get scientific, it will protect the crown of the plant from the harsh winter elements. And your grass will survive and be thriving, in fact, the yeah. next the next spring. Um, so, yeah. Continue. Don't. It's not like a daily watering, but like if you can. Um, ben, specifically in your case, I know you have a. You, you live in like a HOA where there's a big sprinkler system, but I think you I think I remember you have a spigot. I can't remember, but you could hook a hose up to your spigot and just, even if it's just like a hand thing, you know, if it's decently nice or like if you notice it looks like your grass is getting really, really dry, you can put some water down to just keep your moisture up. In your well, and if you're not in the industry and if you don't take like, I know people take pride in their yard. They want their yard to look good. Why wouldn't you at your house? You take pride in, you know. You're, and a lot of people won't say this, but I don't know if any of you guys listening, a lot of, if you guys have water, like if you guys are running water, like you're hooking up heads and it's not an underground sprinkler system, the heads that, you know, have misters on them, if it's cool out and you're trying to get water to your plant, it's not, it's not helping really because most of unless that, you run it for a long time. Yeah, unless you're running it for hours. Because that 
is just sitting up in your foliage and it's not getting down to the root system. So like your big droplet sizes that penetrate past the foliage and get down to the soil is where you're going to get most of your effective watering. Yeah. I think moisture. penetration. That's why when we hand water penetration golf course turf, if it's hot out, we keep our nozzles up because we're not trying to penetrate. We're just trying to keep the leaf cool. Mm -hmm. But, um, two more things I wanted to talk about for winterizing your lawn. Um, one thing is more for fall. Um, if you have weeds in your yard, the best time to kill weeds like dandelions is in the fall. Um, it doesn't make a lot of sense to people and like homeowners specifically, they see dandelions come up in the spring and they want them killed. If you wait until the fall, like let's say you have like dandelion or clover, you know, just con or um, broadleaf. Yeah, just common broadleaf. Um, weeds and you spray them in the fall then that plant is going to absorb that chemical and then the following spring when it tries to wake up again it is already holding that chemical in it and it'll die yeah and um the other thing i want to talk about is when to fertilize i was just so, to say we haven't even talked about fertilizing yet so um, and this one kind of, this one kind of makes me nerd out a little bit on turf. Um, so when you're, when it starts getting cold out, your grass is still green, but you've noticed you haven't really had to mow. So your soil temperatures are coming down. Your grass is not growing as much, but it's still green. It hasn't gone dormant. Then you want to hit it with a high nitrogen fertilizer because the grass is still active, but it's not growing upwards. And it'll take in all that nitrogen and it'll put it all into its roots. So the roots will plunge down deeper into the ground. And the deeper your roots are, the better. Because then it's the moisture is going to be deeper down in your lawn. Because everything up on top is going to dry out quicker with wind, the sun. And so the deeper you can get your roots to grow, the better your lawn is going to be. Because it's going to be able to withstand drought. I feel like pretty much everything in turf, the whole name of the game is just being able to get your lawn <coughs> to withstand like drought. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like well, getting down there to, in, to keep drinking water when it's not rightly available. This is hard. I feel like I'm, I'm having trouble. Cause like, like you, I want to like geek out. But it's like not everybody, you know, like understands it to that level. Yeah. When I was talking about your sprinkler system and you want to, you know, penetrate, you don't want to get too much because what's going to help your grass survive in like drought conditions is the roots being able to search for water. But if you give them water right on the surface all the time, you're going to have a shitty root structure. Yep. So that it all ties together. You're fertilizing, overseeding, you know, all that. Um, the grass, even, even your grass mixtures, you know, everybody's like, yeah, you know, if you're like, yeah, I have a blue grass yard or, you know, blue rye, throw in some finely fescue, you know, or most, I guess most people probably around here have fescue probably yeah, in their yard. So fescue. a lot of, you gotta, 
it's weird because not everybody's going to like understand the knowledge, but them different plants, their roots get more aggressive. They behave differently. Yeah. And so that's like, all this is stuff that you have to look at, but I, I mean, the grass isn't the green stuff on top. It's what's below. That's where your actual plant is. The green stuff that comes up, that's the leaf. Just like a tree isn't the green leaves. Those are leaves. Yeah. The tree is the the tree trunk and the bark. Yeah. That's the plant. Yeah. The the leaves are just the foliage. The pretty part. Well that's and... the same thing for grass. The roots, what you are wanting to feed and water is down below and you want it to go deep to find more nutrients and be able to survive on its own without having to be constantly babysat and the way i've had a couple people like over my time in turf whether it be members whether it be you know people wondering about their grass the way i explain to them why their plant is slowing down it's still green it's still living but you don't have to mow it it's it's that plant is like holy shit it's getting cold so now it's it's keeping its nutrients in it's like it's like a fucking squirrel where a squirrel goes out gets nuts and stores them for when it's going to be cold so they know where they're at yeah so it's storing its, its nutrients its and it's not grow. yeah it's not trying to just pump out all of its you know food and grow out so you have to mow it because then when that winter season comes and the grass is like oh shit now i gotta go dormant it has nothing yeah so it just i think that's the easiest way for the all around like anybody to understand that yeah your grass is just pretty much reserving its food bank yeah and what it needs to grow and then like that yeah. next year you got a brighter and more beautiful lawn dude i've noticed that when i like um when i winterized like the first couple times when i started to actually learn this stuff and did it my lawn in the spring was like, oh my god, it is growing so much, and it's so green. Dude, and this is... And then summer rolls around, and it's like, oh fuck, it's hot! This is a heavy turf episode, but... Dude, we've um, gone almost 30 minutes talking about, believe it or not, grass. <laughs> but, uh... Um, the Grass Daddy's podcast talks about grass? What? Dude, they're... Tell uh, your friends. We had this old... My, uh brother was and there was this old superintendent and he was telling us about he's retired now all he does is golf mm -hmm. he was telling us about he's like yeah you guys got it lucky and we're like why and he's like well because back when i was doing this we didn't have fescue that fucking um it's like bent grass like it creeps what is it called ray rhizonymus yeah rhizotomous yeah, it's like meaning it uses rhizomes that go underneath the ground. Basically, it's like here's your plant. It takes a root and goes over, and then that root goes up and then makes a leaf. So then so, your lawn can spread out. Yeah, like he's like essentially what I'm saying is their plants used to just be this seed turns into one plant. Yeah, a this bunch seed, a bunch type like you plant seeds yeah. and then it's like and then that's it. Yeah, and it's and. That's why it's called creeping bent grass is because it yeah. just, it grows over and starts filling in your spots, which we're lucky because now, you know, 
back then you used to have to oh i got a bear spot mm-hmm. you're like if it's this big you're like all right i gotta go seed that spot because yeah. nothing's in the grow in there besides weeds which to be fair and you're not wrong um bent grass uses stolons which are up on the surface oh it's the same thing but basically up top and it spreads out versus um, rhizomes are underneath the ground and they come up but what he was saying was that's kind of new technology because yeah. like fescue and ryegrass are those bunch type hardy bunch type grasses that is just one plant and then it's got vigorous roots um but that was it so you'd have to you know kind of have to oversee to fill in the bare spots mm-hmm. but now science has developed that same vigorous grass type but will also spread out which is awesome well and i know you love farming and stuff and what my uh my family was my dad's side they owned cattle they didn't farm but mm-hmm. my um on my mom's side her stepfather uh helps farm a lot my grandpa bill and he was telling me when i used to go ride around the combine with him he's like yeah the grass used to be like really no taller than a person mm-hmm. and now it's the same height as a fucking comp like it's like you can't see out of a combine because they have it's just like grass they're doing technology they're trying to make it they're trying to make it cheaper but it's more expensive but cheaper because yeah. they're trying to make it be able to withstand like disease and yeah all that disease shit. resistance yeah that's why that one episode I at the end I said always rotate your fungicides. What I meant by that is if you constantly use like the same product to fight turf disease such as like fungus um if you constantly use the same product eventually you're it's going to build up a it's going to build up an, a, a tolerance and an immunity and then it won't work anymore. So you have to use different stuff um to you know, make it so that disease doesn't pop up. Make sure nerdy stuff here, guys. Make sure your guys' coverage on your sprinklers is top yeah. notch. Throw to throw, you know. Make sure you're getting a nice rain curtain. Yeah. <laughs> I told you I'm such a fucking kid. Whenever I see sprinklers, I like stop and watch them because I just like watching them. Uh, but it's it's not it's not me being like a like a kid that likes watching trucks, even though I like watching tractors and stuff but there's a satisfaction element to watching a nice stream of water especially since grass is like my whole life it's like i'm watching the thing that's helping the thing that gives me a job i think run so it's satisfying for me to watch and it makes me happy i guess to a point to see it running we were talking about this the other day when gabe was like have you welded before i was like yeah a little bit and then when i was cutting the t-posts I was like, I like this shit. Like, and I was like telling him, I'm like, and then I was like, after that, I was like thinking to myself, I'm like, I really just pretty much like everything. Like, I like farming. I like turf. I like, you know, welding. Like blue collar type stuff. Like, and I was like, I just want to be able to do like all of it. Like, if I could essentially do all of it. Well, I mean, honestly, dude, working at the golf course kind of is a good way. People think it's just maintaining grass. There's so much, like, the amount of stuff I've learned working at this golf course is crazy. I mean, the amount of stuff we've done here, because 
a lot of times you're kind of out on your own. I mean, I jokingly say this, but like you are like a grass farmer. And if you know anything about farmers, they're kind of out on their own and they got to improvise a lot. And you end up teaching yourself a lot of skills and you end up getting taught a lot of skills because there's very important work that needs done. And sometimes your bosses need you to step up and do it. Like, so like for, for your example, like using, using a torch to cut stuff or using a welder, running a chainsaw, running a tractor, electricity, wiring stuff. Yeah. Like all of our sprinkler heads have individual wires going to them. So whenever you work on one, you have to wire them. Yeah. And it was like, like you said the other day, it was like how you said, I am smart in that aspect. I don't think, I think it was because growing up, everybody did so much. And like, I don't know, like growing up is like a country kid, whatever you want to say. We, we like a blue collar boy learned more. Like we learned a little bit of everything. You learned a lot of skill, like hands-on skills. Yeah. Type of stuff. Like a little bit of That's what, when everybody asks me something, I'm like, I know a lot about, I know a little bit about a lot of things and not a lot about one thing. Yeah. You're like, I need to study my math homework. And your uncle's like, fuck that. I need you to help me build this shed. (laughs) Yeah. Another thing we did, we put a wall up a couple winters ago. So we learned how to like frame a wall and put drywall and insulation up, wire the outlets in, like the amount yeah. of stuff we've learned here, like we've learned a lot of very useful skills, <coughs> which is awesome. Um, so like you said, you like doing it because there's a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. And it might not be the same for everybody. Some people, I know some people are like, we had kids that somehow, some way they knew they were fucking welders coming out of the womb. I have a kid. I have a kid that I went to high school with, that does offshore welding now. Like they came out with a mask on. I think so, dude. They were laying. Di- they were they were dropping dimes as they were coming out the. <laughs> this kid is like their mom. Like the mom got split. Like you know what? When the when the holes become one hole. Because it's yeah. such a big baby, he's like, I can patch that up. I'll grind out. <laughs> let me lay a bead. Yeah, mom. let me put a bead down. I got you, mom. But he, like. This fucking kid was just like never welded before. Comes into welding class and it's like he's just good at it. Yeah, like he's fucking good was at his, it. Was his like dad or grandpa welders? They weren't. So I was gonna say, I feel like sometimes when you're just like in I think that fa- like somehow his family owned it just a restaurant goes through your blood somehow. Like you just have the skills. This kid's family owned a restaurant and he came and was in welding and. Picked yeah. up the welder and just was fucking. I was like, dude, it looks Some like you've been doing this it. for thirty years, and I feel now like it's he's a lot of hand-eye coordination too. Now he's a fucking offshore welder and oh, <laughs> making what people. Those guys make crazy money. Yeah, but they're those life, like people out in the water welding. Their lifespan's like only supposed to be like forty years. Fuck it, let me get my bank and I'm out, dude. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He literally has everything going for him. He's making 
I don't even want to know. He has a six-figure house, and he's my age. Mm. And he also he also has a baby mama that mm. it just stays at home. Great, that's great. Um, <laughs> um, this God, what was I gonna say? I can't remember. Hey, it's 17 episodes. Oh, oh, I was gonna um, okay, yes, 17th episode. I was going to talk about, um, I may be weird in this aspect, but, and I always say, I hate to say this, but I always say like my OCD, I hate to throw that term around. I feel like people throw the term like OCD around a lot. OCD because this bothers me. No, no. Like when it's a real, it's an actual real, you know, disorder. Sometimes it's worse in, in some people. And that's like ADHD for me. Like, I have ADHD and people are like, oh my god, I think I have ADHD because holy shit, I couldn't focus. It's like, no, 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 no. You, yeah. guys, you guys don't understand what ADHD is. Like, I don't have a full, full-blown obsessive-compulsive disorder, which is what OCD stands for. But there's certain things where I'm like, I will, like, throughout my daily life act a certain way based on a lot of times it's like on numbers like i always, i have numbers that i like mm-hmm. like 11 7 1 and 7 because those, those are my grandpa's numbers my dad's favorite number was 3 my brother's favorite number was 3 my favorite number is 3 so like if you're getting gas do you always go to the pump 3 or do you not care when you pull up for gas that's something i see i always go to pump 11 and really? if 11's not available i'll try to get 7 and if, like, all my numbers that I normally like, like, 11 and 7, or, like, I'll go to 1, um, I'll think about, like, okay, well, 3 is significant because my mom likes that number, or you like that number, or I'll be like, okay, 9 is open, I'll go to that one, that was Trace's number in high school. So, I don't know if I'm, like, OCD in that respect. Um, well, and a lot of people say they're OCD because they like cleaning. That's not necessary. I, People who just like to be cleanly, like there was a kid that had he was cleanly di- diagnosed. Well, I I feel weird saying diagnosed. Like when you say diagnosed, it's it, like you're being diagnosed with something that's fucking like deadly. But he was well, like, I have it's OCD. a it's a mental disorder. I literally have OCD, and he's like, I am the messiest fucking person. Like I don't know where. Some people with OCD might be like super like want it's, everything it's clean. Certain things trigger their but obsessive like, compulsive disorder. I feel like people are like, I'm OCD because I like everything clean. It's like, no, that's not. You guys got you guys are again. Like, we're getting psychological again, which is yeah. fine. Um, because um, like in class when we learned about OCD. We watched videos about people like they would throw their garbage bag into the trash can and they didn't like the way the lid closed. So they would open the lid, grab the bag out, close it and do it again. And they would do it over and over again until they were good. Like content? Yeah, content with it. Or like if they opened a door, sometimes they wouldn't like the way it clicked. So they would do it over and over again until it was right before they would walk through that kind of stuff. It, I feel like sometimes it can get intermixed with like people who are like superstitious. Um, like with my numbers, it's not necessarily superstition. I just like it and find it satisfying, and I just it just makes me feel content. I'm kind of there. I'm kind of there with you though. Like, um, 
there's like certain things in my life that I'm not I'm not a superstitious person. I'll walk under a fucking ladder. Yeah, I don't uh... like. I know Tom at work is very super superstitious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But tell tell him that story. Tell him that story. <laughs> One it might have been when we were framing. Hey Tom, shout out to if you're listening to this. Uh, we did tell you about our podcast. I don't know if you're listening. We told our boss, our our head boss, about the <laughs> podcast, and he thought it was funny. And I showed him a little clip, and he's like, "I bet." He's like, "Do I want to watch this, or are you guys going to talk a bunch of shit on us?" And I was like, "No." Cam and I have definitely made it a point to ourselves where we're not going to talk shit on our bosses at work. <laughs> um, and then the very next episode, we talked the most about our bosses. We didn't talk shit, but we no, yeah, but we mentioned them, yeah, which but, was just kind of funny. I mean, and he is Irish, so I think I think Irish. <laughs> yeah. No, I think Irish people are. I, I'm not. I'm not trying to like claim probably something certain, I don't know, but probably like, a certain higher percentage than. Um, his dog, we were, yeah, I think it was when we were, no, it was when we were building his, taking his garage door. So oh. our shop was, used to be hitting base. So their office <laughs> Here comes now, the story. Here goes. <laughs> suck my dick. I'm trying to explain what was going First, on. I, really quick. Maggie, if you're listening right now, I'm, I'm sorry. He's cool. I'm gonna, He's not bullying me. We were just, we just came from my parents and my sister was like, you're so mean to Cam. <laughs> On the podcast, and I'm like, that's part of the shtick, is that he's weird or funny, and then I kind of poke fun at him or give him shit. And she's like, yeah, well, some people aren't going to find that funny. And I'm just like... Guys. Anyways. He's literally my fucking... So like my brother, so... I was like, you know what? I was like, this is like having a little brother way, who's annoying, and it makes you mad. So, <laughs> that's kind of how I treat yourself. him sometimes. Um. Anyways. So... We were framing. We were framing a wall. And I had the ladder up, and his dog walked under the ladder. And he's like, come here. Come here, Remy. Like, made the dog walk back under the ladder. Yeah, physically made his dog walk back underneath the ladder. Because does that undo it? You I walk guess. back through? I don't know. Um, and then I think I think he was so tie. A kid that used to work there. He does have some horseshoes. He has, like, three horseshoes on, like, his windowsill in his office, too. So, which and three is a lucky number, isn't it? I th- three uh, three is like a biblical number. I don't know. I think seven, but you always see like three sevens. I don't know. Anyways, either way. So then I think this kid Ty was just fucking driving him fucking bonkers because Ty was like, "Oh my god, he's superstitious and I'm not, so I don't really give a fuck." And he just keeps walking back and forth under oh. the ladder. So I think Tom was, was Tom like, like, "I don't." Tom go was near sitting this there kid? at his desk and was like. You need to walk back under that. You need to but walk back But he was, like, serious? That. And, yeah, like, he was not like, you should walk back under that. He's like, you need to walk back under that. Well, maybe that. he was, he might have been afraid, like, his, like, whole, like, the ceiling would collapse in or something. And Ty's like, like you're no, you're creating no, a vortex no, of bad luck right now. No, no, I'm fine. And I was just like, but, yeah, like, I mean, if I'm going to pick a number, I'm going to pick three. I'm going to pick. Yeah. Like the things that like you said, they're something that means they're personal significant. Like if I'm playing Kino, I'm picking like three Are you just trying to lead me into the story? Because I was gonna go there. Yeah. Okay. So if I'm playing Kino, I'm picking like three, six, twenty, because that's my lucky number. The day me and my fiance got started dating and the year we started dating. 
Oh. So those are significant because that's when you started. Yeah, so those are like... I thought you were like, these are my numbers. I'm going to specifically ask her to be my girlfriend on this day. No. So those are like... No, I got to say something stupid. We started dating in January. So there's 1-6-2020. But... I'm such a... <laughs> I kind of hate myself for this, but at the same time, I don't really care. Um, My ex-girlfriend, I asked her to be my girlfriend like... On New, like right when the clock hit midnight on New Year's, because I was like, that'll be easy to remember the anniversary. You're such a fucking cock. <laughs> I remember when we were laying in bed, and I was like looking at my phone, and I was like looking at her, and then right when it hit midnight, I was like, you want to be my girlfriend? And she was like, <laughs> so I was like, that'll be easy to remember because just the start of the year is the start of our anniversary. And for Lena, you fucking cock. for Lena, I did it on her birthday. So now I always remember that our anniversary is on her birthday. Hey, guys out there, if you're thinking about dating a girl. Okay, but here's the thing. When you're in the, there's this new thing called the talking stage, right? Where you're essentially. Bless you. Or you're essentially dating someone, but you haven't officially asked them to be your girlfriend yet. So we're not technically dating yet thing because normally i feel like back in the day it's like i like this person you want to be my girlfriend you know you like are basically hanging out and you are dating but you haven't made it official yeah it's kind of fucking stupid Welcome. but guys my men out there take this to your advantage and do what i did because now you can pick a significant date to make it easier to remember your anniversary which is what i did for my past two girlfriends because you know, I have a shit memory sometimes, and so it's like, now I'll never forget what the date is because, and I'll never forget when it's coming up because we're planning to go out to eat with her for her birthday, and, and she does, because she's nice, she doesn't expect me to get her two presents, so I can just get her, like, an anniversary slash birthday present. So, uh, hey, listen, you you think I'm just a dumbass over here? You think I'm just a big dumb turf wait, head over here? I've this, got shit figured out. This is good. This is good. Actually... Let's get in your Kino story so we're not jumping okay, okay, okay. 12 different subjects here. Let's so, get in your Kino story. So you were leading me in. Yeah, I was trying to like... I didn't want to be like, Jake, tell 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 everybody, tell all of our listeners, all of our 32 listeners that listen to one minute of the episode. <laughs> uh, Guys, get story. that average watch time up. Put us on before you go to bed. You don't actually have to listen to us. We just need that screen on. <laughs> okay. So, I'm thank very thankful for... People that do take their time out of their day. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I, sure there's people scrolling through and they're like, these guys are idiots. I'm and, honest um, to fucking God. You guys that Ben, the guy ben, from Florida that slid up on our store, on our Instagram. Yeah. I was like, holy fuck. This dude. Yeah. Like actually, you know. That's the question. Yeah. Shouts and, out to you guy from Florida. Yeah. If you're from Hit us up on... DM us, seriously. Yeah, DM us. Let us know where you're from so we can figure that whole thing. It's not like where our DMs are getting flooded, okay? I I completely forgot this episode. I did want to write it down so I could, like, add our listener to, like, show over who did the question. I could put them in the show so they feel like a part of the show. I I could probably edit them in. Okay. This is the 17th episode, which in and of itself is kind of crazy to me. 17 episodes. That's like 17 weeks that we've been going strong. So, shouts out to us. 
The number 17 is significant to me because my grandpa was born on July, which is the seventh month, 17th. So he loves the numbers 7, 1, and 7. A lot of times when he's betting on horses, he'll do an exacta bet, which is you're betting on two specific horses to run in specific places. So he would always do a 1771 exacta, meaning he's betting that the seven horse or the one horse is going to run first or second. Because he would box it, so either way it would count. Um, and he has since passed away. He was a farmer. Great role model for me. Um, so this, The stories Jake tells me and the shit that Jake says came out of his mouth, I'm like, this is somebody I kind of wanted to do like a that I will meet someday. I kind of wanted to do like a grandpa like themed episode, um, maybe on episode seventy seven. I don't know, um, or seventy one, I guess. So the number seven and one um, have become more significant to me because obviously I miss him and I think about him a lot. So we were playing Keno. We were at a bar. My grandpa liked to bet on horses. He liked to socialize and drink beer, so and that was his kind of setting anyways. This was when you were kind of like, I don't know, like... Down on money? Yeah. I, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know if I should... No, say. yeah, that's fine. I, I like This is like one of the moments that you're like, I probably shouldn't spend money, but like something in the world is telling you to like... Well, I don't know if anything was in the world was telling me to spend money. You don't... Is fucking dangerous. It's like, gambling is dangerous. Not I see. just you know, gambling is dangerous. And that's why it's fun. I I don't want to intervene on your conversation, but ADHD is a motherfucker because you will find something you like and you get addicted to that shit and you play that shit. Yeah, I mean that's why I don't carry cash in my wallet when we're going out to, for supper. Oh, or I don't like to carry small bills if I am carrying cash. Yeah. Because we go to dinner, I'm going to play fucking Keno, and then I'm going to lose my ass, because I fucking suck at Keno. But So, 7-1 and 1-7 are my grandpa's numbers. Um, we were at a bar. Yes, I, and I did talk about this before. When wintertime rolls around, we're getting less hours. I got lots of bills, man, so um, I'm not like a fucking cash cow over here. So Me I have, either, I know, I know I was kind of, and I think I was, was kind of telling you about it. Like, you know, I can't be spending a lot. It's, I, it's not like I can't survive or live. There's just, I can't afford it's certain, not like, certain, like I can't buy a new Xbox. I think I what you're trying to say is certain have, leisures are off limits to me. Yeah. Like, it's not like you can go out to eat like every single night. Like, no. I feel like this night that we went out was kind of like a, I'm I, on a was, budget. We haven't hung, like, I don't think we've done that for a while. Yeah. The last time, like, me, you, Bailey, and Lena hung out was, the last couple times have been just for the podcast. Yeah. So, I think it was a good, like, opportunity for us to get out. Yeah. So, we took him to this place called the Garage Bar, um, which, the first time we went, the food was really good. They had good burgers. Um but for whatever reason, this time the food kind of sucked. It's all right. What did you have? I had. Fuck! What did I have? Did you get the French dip? No. No. Okay. Anyways, 
think about that while I'm telling the story. So, oh. um, we were playing Kino. <laughs> Do I need to explain what Kino is for people that don't know? Okay, so... I think most people know Most it. people should know what Kino is, but basically there's one, three numbers. one through 80 numbers, and there's a giant thing. It's kind of like bingo that Here rolls these number balls. Here he goes on story again. I'm explaining the I concept know. of the game. I'm not just... Well, I woke up and I wanted to wear my black socks um, because I black is my favorite number. <laughs> um, did I say black is my favorite number? <laughs> Um, how's that hair of the dog going over there? Delicious. We might just have to get turned the fuck up again tonight. So there's a a bunch of different ways you can play it, but basically you pick numbers and then random numbers one through 80 random numbers are drawn. And you know, if you get a certain amount of your numbers picked, obviously it's a good thing. So I picked the numbers. Let's see. I, I, I picked four. I did seven. 17. Seven, 17, 77, and 71. No. Yeah? Yeah, oh, those were your first four, and then it went to pick three. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did I did pick four, and I picked 17, 77, 7, I and 71. We, I thought we only did pick... We were doing pick threes. You that. did pick three. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Cam did pick three. I did pick four. I was going to do... Normally, I just play regular Kino, which is I'm picking four numbers. And, you know, if you hit a certain amount of those numbers, it's a certain payout. And it's a dollar bet per game. And I had a five. So I went up there and I bet $5 to play five games. One dollar a game. Um, Doing pick four with seven, 17, 77, and 71. Then you had a 10 because... Well, I put I I went up there and bet yeah, for you. Yeah, because I didn't have any cash, so he bet for me. I was gonna. Bet I put your on. I put your pick three in. Yeah, yeah. And I put my pick four in, and she goes, "We're doing a special on quarter mania, which is a quarter bet per game, um, and there's different payouts and stuff. Um, they were doing a special at the time, and she's like, "Do you want me to switch your ticket to quarter mania because you'll win more money?" And I was like, "Sure. Who wouldn't say yes to that?" Yeah. Anyways. Like- Shout out to the girl at the garage bar. That... Yeah, she was cool. And she looked at my ticket. She's like, those are the numbers I always pick, which is kind of weird, but kind of funny. And so she put my ticket in. The first game, I hit all four numbers. Shouts out to you, Grandpa. 7, 17, 71, and 77. The first you game out of five. Your grandpa was just up there in heaven with his little Kino wheel. Just... They were about to drop oh! They're about to drop like an 80, and he's like, Boop. and he grabbed a 17. Yeah. Um. So, but this is the real kicker. So I wanted to play regular, but since she switched it to quarter, I was intending to do $1 bets per game, which is what I did, but since she switched it to quarter mania, it put it into the machine as if I was doing a quarter bet per game but since I put a dollar, the bet was quadrupled because there's four quarters and a dollar for those that don't know. <laughs> so I played five games for $5, but each bet was quadrupled. So since I hit it, the first I hit all four numbers, it was like a $50 payout or something. It was like a 40. I don't know. I won like 200 some dollars before we even got our food. 
And so I was sitting there super giddy the whole time. And and then, so I got a chicken fried steak and I was like, wait, you know what? Wait, hang on. So then he was scrolling through Facebook. Oh yeah, this was crazy. And then Facebook was like, hey, they seen something on Facebook and it was like, hey, are you the guy that just hit the quarter mania quad? Uh... Can I say what it is? Because I remember. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. He was like, it was... I was looking up because this was the first game. So I had to sit through four more games and I was like, how much money did I just win? Yeah. Cause I think it was pretty good amount. Um, and I was like looking up cause I wasn't sure if it was quadruple or not since it was a dollar bet per game. I just wasn't sure what exactly I bet well, because she said, can I switch your bet over? So I wasn't actually sure what I was getting. Yeah. I mean, I don't, there is so many different like, Ways you can play, yeah, 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 like columns or boxes or top level or bottom level only. Pick yeah. this, pick that. Yeah. Basically, it like I said, it just boils down to picking randomly one through eighty, and if you get a lot of your numbers picked, it's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pick three numbers, throw in a dollar. You might get lucky. You might not. Yeah. Um. That's why I always do three because three is easier. Once again, three is one of my lucky number. number. Um. So I was looking up online about Kino and somehow I found this Facebook post by Big Red Kino which is like the main place which what we were going through that's um, what they, they had so and it was it was something like it was like a promo ad post type of thing and it was like are you the person that won a thousand dollars betting five dollars on quarter mania and I was like what because I bet $5 on Quarter Mania and I hit all four numbers. Am I about to get $1,000? I ended up winning 220 which means that they put $5 for one game. Which I did $1 per game for five games. Yeah. But that person must have bet $5 on a Quarter Mania game. Meaning the bet was times Dude, that's 20? Fucking, that's insane. Your bet was literally... Four dollar. Their bet was four dollars more than your bet, and they won a thousand dollars. Yeah, they won quadruple the amount. I would shit myself if I won a thousand dollars at a bar where I thought I was just gonna go eat. I would shit myself. Yeah, I mean, and and what I what was funny to me was I was sitting there eating my steak, and I just kind of put my fork and knife down, and I was like, you know what's fucked up about America? Not necessarily <laughs> fucked up about America, but Anything. I just said. I just said, you know what's funny? I just worked my ass off for eight hours today, probably in an irrigation hole covered in mud, probably cold, got mud under my fucking fingernails, my back hurts, and I just won more money sitting here for five minutes day. eating a fucking chicken fried steak. Yeah, that you made <laughs> all fucking day. Now, it's not like that's a real form of income, sitting there and betting on Kino all day, but... It's just funny to think about it and the fact that, like, I just won more money doing that, doing nothing, than I did working a full day's work, busting my ass today. It's just funny. I mean, you think about the people that, like, win the lottery, and it's like, they did nothing, and now they are set for life, and everyone they know is set for life. Dude. It's crazy the way like life works. Like, I was works. telling you, like, some people are more lucky than others especially in Kino. my brother is the luckiest the luckiest motherfucker i know in Kino. every single time he plays he wins whether it be 
a small amount or a lot. I don't he just wins. And I'm just like He's like that. He's him. I just don't understand. What it. does he normally like, play? Do you know what he normally plays? Does he play regular or does he have like certain numbers he picks? I think he plays pick four. Mm-hmm. He does his birthday, his anniversary with his wife, my dad's year. Mm-hmm. No, my dad's month and my grandpa's year. Mm. I want to say that's right. I don't know if he listens to this episode, he'll call me and be like, you're a fucking idiot. But I wonder if I'm there's a way right. you could look up, and I'm sure it probably would all be random, but I wonder if there's a way you could look up, like, what Kino numbers are picked more often, statistically. Some... Dude. But what? I don't, I, it's gotta still be random. It no. has to be. On average, over the whole lifespan, I bet you if you look, it's all one and eight. It's all about what numbers are hot that night. Because that night we were I don't there. Know, dude. That night we were there. It's supposed to be random. I know, but I'm saying... But the moment you bet on those numbers that you think are hot, none of them will hit. Exactly, because that's exactly what I did. I went for, I strived for my regular numbers, and I said, well, none of these numbers have gotten fucking picked at all. Jake's numbers, two of, two his of them numbers, hit in the previous game. So you put 77 yep. and 17. Yep. 7, 17, 77, and 71. 71. 7, 77 one, and, seven. and 17 hit a lot. All the games we were there, I feel like. Eh, I don't know about all the games, but they were hitting they a lot. They were like, <coughs> it was it was a lot of games. And I'm like. I remember whenever we went out to work or went out to eat with like our guys from work. Darius, like we were looking at the Kino screen and Darius was like, pick 26 because that number hits every game. And I was like, huh? And like, I think when we were there, it hit every game. I was like, what? So, I don't know. I don't know. I wish so, there was, like, a chart. But we, if there is, I, I bet it wouldn't be public information. I actually don't know what they my... were waiting. They were waiting down that seven ball that night. They had some little lead ball, little lead BBs in that seven ball. It was dropping down. Since we're talking about people that bring us luck or are lucky in this last section of this episode, I... My Uncle Vern. Uncle Vern! He would, Such a good name for an uncle. He was my grandma's brother, so I don't really know how all that. He's that, your great uncle. Yeah, he's my your great uncle. Brother. We called him Uncle Vern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You call he, him uncle. He came to every holiday, and this motherfucker would just sit there. He was a man of very few words. Yeah. Didn't talk to anybody. Some people have said enough. He would come over. He lived in... Like in a, I don't know if it was necessarily assisted living, but like, or did he live in like an apartment where it's like you're basically you're, on your own, but there's still people around where if you need help. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. 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 He worked at Walmart for the longest time. He yeah. would come over to my grandparents' house, wash his laundry and hang out there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. He would always drink a glass of wine. This motherfucker was the one guy you do not want to play cards against. He really? said nothing. What? Like, well, like what cards? Like poker? Poker? Or just... Dude, I think literally anything. 
where you would need to Especially because we play... <sighs> what? Just like a card game where you would need to bluff or not divulge, like, physical He wouldn't do it at, like... I don't know if he'd do it at casinos because I don't think he ever really went to casinos because he was just so quiet. He wasn't, like, yeah, yeah really yeah. a people person. This motherfucker would run. So, our... My family's, like... Routine is we play. Why can't I not pitch? even fucking pitch? Yes, we play pitch every holiday, and we have three different tables. We have yep. one, and like the. Do you call it the varsity table and the JV table? Because that's what we do. No, we have. When we have too many games going, we say you're at the JV table. It's the losers table. Oh, okay. The second table, and then the first table, and the first table is like your winners. And everybody would be so fucking pissed because when my uncle Vern, he sadly passed away too, but rip uncle Vern, but he would just fucking run that shit. Would you play for money? I don't, I or mean, was it more it, just it, like, it, it depends bragging, on right? what group you get. Yeah. Like some groups would be like, yeah, let's play for money. Yeah. I'm still salty about the last time we played because Dude, we should play rummy after this rummy. Yeah. We haven't played rummy in a while. I don't care. Anyways, um, finish your story. So, Maggie, I'm sorry. Cam, if you would like to finish your I, story. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not trying to sound like a dick, but... Or, I... I this is how quiet he was. I seen Like a stone-cold killer. I seen him every single holiday, which I was young enough that I wasn't really asking questions. But, like... I just found out that he was working at Walmart like a year before he passed away or like six months before he passed away. Like he was kind of mysterious or like, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, dude, he was super quiet. He would come to all of our holidays. All we knew was clean house. All we knew he was our uncle Vern. That's what we knew him as. He was my, wait, like you don't even know he was actually part of the family or no. I know. I know now that he's my, he's just some drifter. He's my grandma's brother. Just a card shark drifter. That would (laughs) come. And, and he was always just super quiet. He would sit there and he would drink a beer, but yeah. on holidays he would drink wine with my grandma. Yeah. That's all I drank. So and, like he sketched you out? I'm confused on what, what you're trying to get at here. I do he was just like somebody that was just fucking quiet and ridiculously good was, at cards. So he was an enigma to you. Well like a mis- like a mystery. But you know how they say what are the autistic people? Yeah, are really good at like certain shit. Yeah, because they can like focus in. Yeah, I I don't know if he was like had autism. Yeah, I'm not. Or trying just to be, you know, I'm, just on, I'm on the spectrum, guys. I'm not trying to be a dick. Like I'm on the spectrum. Saying, yeah, this motherfucker could count cards. No, insane insane so he was like rain man he literally <laughs> like fucking rain man uncle Vern, you dog one time my brother literally asked him how he was doing it and like, i'm just counting he didn't say anything he's like this is how and then just started writing down on a paper the exact order the cards were fucking coming out dude that kind of just gave me chills i'm not gonna lie like that's kind of creepy dude Rain Man, but he, Uncle Vern he never gambled. That was something my grandma said. 
He never well, gambled. He never went to a casino. Here's the thing. This motherfucker could have made millions. If you get caught at a casino counting cards, you're getting your legs broken. I don't think they could catch him. He was like so nonchalant. But what is? Like, he just he like, probably... But he knows if he wins. <laughs> but he knows if he's just like cashing, like you I know, bet winning a bunch of money. Grand on this one game, but you know what, motherfucker, I know what card you're gonna. Well, he next. he'd be smart enough to know. Like, there's a certain amount you can bet. Um, well, like so, I was just listening to a podcast or watching a clip of a podcast. Um, is it the guy that has gotten kicked out of every casino in America? No, it was so. Oh. It was when David Blaine was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he was talking about this kid that learned how to cheat at throwing dice, and um, basically he travels around and makes a bunch of money, but he makes just enough to not be detectable, because if you make too much, then people are going to be able to figure out that you're cheating, but if you make a certain amount, you can obviously be fucking rich, but make enough that it's not really detectable and dude kind of sketchy maybe uncle Vern was like that dude that shit he was I, him he's literally him that is the people you have to be worried about in life are the people that don't quiet say ones. anything at quiet all. ones that's why I don't give a shit about cam I know he won't do shit well in us I'm gonna be completely <laughs> honest us growing up was like we were like when I was like super young. I'm What's like, this guy's story? And even your parents were like, "I was like, I was, I was kind of like, you know, <laughs> I, whose brother is he? I, I, did, I, I didn't really. We don't really talk yeah. to him because he's just like quiet. So I just wanted to like leave him to his business. And then once I started getting old enough, because he's like, so, do you watch football? And he's like, the Huskers are gonna win by twelve today. I would sit You're there like, when <laughs> it's like our family routine, like especially on Christmas because it's too cold. Thanksgiving we usually shoot blue rocks. But our Christmas routine... Clay pigeons? Same difference. Um, we usually shoot trap. <laughs> we skate shoot. We go skate, skate, mom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, I would always sit there. And when you're young, you know... And I wanted to learn how to be part of the family routine. So, I would sit there with my brother. or I would sit there with my brother or my dad. And I would just watch them. And they'd be like, this card... Yeah, this yeah, card. yeah. That's kind of how I learned. And then I would watch my dad. And then like you know, like, a funny story with this that. card, and they're like, "No, you're a fucking idiot." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was standing behind my dad one time while he was playing, and he was like, kind of trying to teach me. He would say, "Like I would hold on to this card and blah blah blah, you know, and I could use this card with this." And I was a fucking idiot kid, and I was like, "You mean like that, Jack?" Like I had said out loud one of the cards he had, which is fucking obviously a no no because then Jake, the other Jack. guys. Joker. <laughs> we might need to get. <laughs> we might need to end this. We're both kind of getting a little buzz. You got anything else you want to add, or should we end it? Um, watch out for the quiet, pe- quiet people in life. They might be the next motherfucking Rain Man. They, they might, might be him. Your po- they might run your fucking pockets. They might run your pockets. Um. Uh. uh, 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 uh. He's 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 gonna he's doing the 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 outro here. Just give him a minute. Remember. Here. Your winter, your not your winter, your fall airification, uh, your fall fertilization, yeah. your winter overseeding. Well, we're past fall now. Everybody, go to the Grass Studies podcast on Instagram. Go. It's in our bio, shankygolf.com. We have a promo code. Get 15% off of anything on their website. 
And if someone DMs us a product they want, we'll buy it for you. Maybe. <laughs> oh, what? I'm just trying to get a DM. I'm trying to get more engagement, Cam. We got like a minute of average listen time. We need some engagement. Nobody's listening this late. Shoot. DM us a product you want and we'll um sh- look at it. <laughs> Thank you guys for watching. Grass Studies Podcast on Instagram. Audio only on Spotify and Apple Music. Podcast, not Apple Music, Apple Podcast. Um, like Cam said, Shanky Golf, Code Grass. Code Grass. Um, thanks for the questions. Send us more questions. Yeah, I, I'm. that is my one goal is to get our listeners involved. I feel like if our listeners are involved... It's this is a community, help. guys. We're we're trying to sculpt a family here. Our, our massive amount of listeners. You, yeah, know, you guys yeah. got to get involved, you know. I know a lot of you guys, we had, I don't know if I told you that, we had a lot of people show up on the poll for veterans versus rookies. Let's in go. We posted a poll where we posted um, um, veterans versus rookies and shovels. Shovels. You know, it, it's not a, it's not a serious thing. We're, we're trying to get you guys to, you know, engage on the podcast. We're posting these funny polls and stuff. I'll- We'll so look out for those. On, we'll talk about that one on the next one. I'll get the numbers and yep. say what okay. people. Okay. We're running numbers. I'm sorry. This is this is all new. I'm taking over the podcast. I'm taking over the podcast Instagram. So now I'm bear gonna, with him. You know, I'm gonna be able to post a lot more stuff. Our previous look social at him. Media He's just manager, trying his best. <laughs> our previous social Ain't media manager. She's a cosmetologist. She's got two different instagram accounts she runs plus ours she has a lot of shit going on i'm gonna try to get i need to get a haircut you know shit out soon and so you guys can get more involved in it that's my one goal is to make that happen for our guests to be able or our listeners not our guests to be more involved in our podcast absolutely i will get that out there i will try i will start actually writing things down I'm actually hoping to get a computer. Oh shit! Sometime soon. Upgrading. So then we can just have it, you know, pulled yep. up here. Let's go. Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Speak up, best friend. Yup. All right. Thank you guys for watching. Until next time. Be careful gambling, but if you are gonna gamble, especially with numbers, use a number that's significant to Bet you. Your whole bank account. Don't do that. Better number that's significant to you. Maybe it's a deceased loved one. But peace out, boys. I'll be back again and again and again. Your fucking computer off. He almost jerked my girth.